The iPhone XR is here at T-Mobile, and there's a whole lot to love. Like taking those perfect new year, new you portrait mode selfies you're going to share. Nice. It's the best way to stay connected to everyone you'll heart most in 2019. So get ready to fall in love with iPhone XR on T-Mobile, the most loved in wireless. Call 1-800-T-MOBILE to learn more or visit a store today. Welcome. Thanks for joining me for this episode of Legal Q&A. This is utlradio.com, your business success and legal information station, and I'm your host, Peter Lamont. This is episode 256. It's our first Legal Q&A of 2016. And today we're going to be talking about working for a temporary employment agency. Not a placement firm, but one of these agencies where you are essentially under contract with them to be a temporary worker, and they place you with another firm or another company. Um, And we're going to talk about legal issues arising out of that sort of employment situation and what happens when you have been placed with a company and they decide to offer you a full-time job. And we're going to talk about that. We're going to answer some questions that were submitted this week. Um, But before I do, I just want to say a word about today's sponsor. Today's show is sponsored by Annette Jimenez, and she's doing something that she needs your help to complete. Uh, We don't often um, promote Indiegogo pages, but this one is well worth it. So she has an Indiegogo page, and it's entitled A Word of Mouth Clinical Case Study. So I'm going to drop a link to the Indiegogo page in the show notes. But if you are just searching Indiegogo, it is a word of mouth clinical case study, or you can search Annette Jimenez. Let me tell you a little bit about it. She is co-authoring a series of clinical books with her family. Uh, The book will be based upon her family's struggle with mental illness And uh, one of her family members was recently found after being homeless for many years. And she's trying to raise enough funds for his self-sufficiency and the self-sufficiency of others uh, with similar stories of illness. So if you are, you know, interested in this, if you'd like to help her, if you know somebody that suffers from mental illness, this is a good place to, um, to maybe, you know, throw a little money at it because I think she can do wonderful things with it. So I want to thank her for sponsoring the show, but more importantly, encourage you to check out her page on Indiegogo, a word of mouth clinical case study. And again, I'll drop a link in the show notes. All right, so let's take a look at today's question. And the question starts off like this. My end client has offered me full-time employment. However, I have an agreement with the vendor. Now, let's break it down. Let's explain it. Let me kind of present to you a situation where this would arise. So there are companies out there, and I'm sure that many of you at some point in your lives have been involved with them. I know when I first started out, um, out of college, I know that I worked with a temporary agency. So separate from a placement firm, 
where they're looking to place you at a job, there are these temporary agencies. And you become a temporary worker for them. Now, some agencies are sort of temporary and then they hope to place you with a company and then hand you off and you get hired by that company. Other temporary employment companies are looking to maintain a workforce of temporary workers who they send out on assignment for certain companies that might need a temporary worker. And then when that assignment is over, you go back to the temporary employment agency. So in essence, you're employed by the temporary agency. And this is oftentimes memorialized by a written agreement. So you have a written agreement with the temporary agency. And uh, you'll see this a lot in computer placement places, um, in the computer industry, in the tech industry. Um, You'll see a lot of people who own these temporary agencies. And what they do is maybe they'll bring in workers from other countries and they'll bring them in on a visa and they pay for the visa and you know their their whole sort of um, MO is we're going to pay for the visa, we're bringing you over here and you're going to stay employed with us in a temporary capacity and that way you know we have a current workforce that we can assign out to the clients and these end users, these companies are actually clients of the temporary agency. So where you see problems arise is when a temporary worker gets assigned to a company, and we're going to call that company the end user, okay, the end client. And when they're there doing their job, they're really, really good. And the company says, hey, this person fits in perfectly. Let's say it's maybe a longer-term assignment where maybe you've been placed with a company and you're there for three months, and over the course of those three months, you've really understood the process that they're they're going through. You understand the people. You know you uh, know how they do things, and you really have become sort of an integral part of their company, even though you're only a temporary worker. Now they offer you a job. What do you do? Can you accept that job? And it always hinges upon the agreement that you have with the temporary firm. So let me explain a little bit about the question here. So, you know, the way that the question was submitted, it's kind of like an outline format. So I'm going to try to go through it step by step. But basically, uh, this gentleman is employed by, well, he calls them a vendor, and that's really the temporary agency. And he is under the terms of an employment agreement. He gets paid for approved hours. And he is sent out on assignment for a five-month job. And the end client, the company that they're placing him with, wants to hire him. Um, He says that they've got this contract that is signed in his location where he went with the temporary agency, but that his end client is in another state. And there's all sorts of issues with, with laws in the state. And then there's a non-solicitation and non-compete provision in the agreement. And so he's trying to figure out ways to take this job. Well, I want to make this very simple. 
when you're faced with a situation like this where an end company, an end client, is offering you a job, you must go back and look at the employment agreement that you have with the temporary agency. And it is always a good idea to have an attorney help you look at it because there are many things that you might see in the contract which absolutely limit or prevent you from taking that job. But if an attorney's working with you, they could advise you that maybe this provision is not legal in your state. Because, you know, a lot of these agreements are passed around from temporary agency to agency. They are, you know, word of mouth. Hey, you know, my friend owns a temporary agency. I own one too. I wonder what kind of contract they're using. They call them up and they say, hey, can you send me a copy of what you're using? But maybe they're in New York and your company's in California. And what's allowable in New York is not permitted in California. So it's a good idea to always have your agreement looked at by an attorney when you're going to be considering the possibility of accepting a full-time offer. Now, for most people who are temporary workers, most people, I think, are looking for some type of full-time employment. And so when they are, are offered full-time employment, you know, you right away think, all right, great, this is exactly what I was looking for. But the employment agencies don't want to let you go so easily because when you leave, they're losing out on a valuable asset. They know that you're a good worker. They know that these companies really like you, which is why they made you the offer in the first place because they, you know, you're a good, good worker. They don't want you to go. So they fight you and they do so within the bounds of the employment agreement. And they're going to say, wait a minute, you are not allowed to take that job. If you do take the job, what happens more often than not is that they sue you and they sue the company that hired you. And I've, I've seen I've got probably a thousand of these lawsuits over the course of my career. And generally speaking, for the most part, I'm going to go with something around the area of 65% of the companies who hire a temporary worker. When they are sued by the temporary company, they oftentimes claim ignorance. Oh, we didn't know that this person was under a contract. We didn't know that there was uh, a non-compete. We didn't know that there was a non-solicitation. Uh, we made him an offer. We asked him if he was encumbered in any way or prevented from accepting this job, and he said no, so we didn't know, and then they ultimately part ways with this person. So, you know, here you are. You get offered a full-time job. You take it. You get sued. The company gets sued, and the company ultimately dumps you because they claim they didn't know, and they're doing that to try to limit their liability. They don't want to keep you on. And I would say that that happens in 60 to 65% of the cases. So here, you know, you, you might be completely out because you'll never work again for that temporary agency. And now you've lost your job and, you know, you're back to square one. So my suggestion is that, A, you understand that if you have signed a contract with a temporary agency, that you know you just can't go out and accept a job unless you fully understand the terms and conditions of that contract and the enforceability and legality of the terms of the contract. Most people are not going to be in a situation to be able to determine that on their own. They're going to need an attorney for it. Remember, I talk on this program about ways for you to do things without needing an attorney. But I've 
often said that there are a handful of things that go on where it really is advisable to get an attorney to look at it. This isn't something where you're going to be paying somebody, you know, $5,000 to review. This is hopefully a short contract. Maybe it's a few hundred dollars to a thousand dollars, but it is well worth it to have an attorney who understands these sort of agreements to look at it and to give you their opinion as to what you can do and guide you. Because if you go and take this job and ultimately get sued and the company gets sued and you lose that job, you know, that that thousand dollars would would have really, I think, gone a long way to help you with your career. You know, it would have been well worth it, money well spent in this case. Now, because this is a program about teaching you how to handle your own legal matters, let's assume for a minute that you cannot, you absolutely cannot afford to hire an attorney. Let's say you don't have enough money, you know, you're working with a temporary agency, you get that job offer, and you just don't have it. You don't have it, even if it's $250. What do you do? Well, I'm going to give you some tips, but again, it is optimal to have an attorney look at this so that you don't get yourself in a situation where you're sued, because if you are sued for breaching the contract, you could be really on the hook for a lot of money. I don't want to see that happen to you. But if you absolutely cannot afford an attorney, you need to look for the non-solicitation clause, a non-compete clause, and you need to find out what they are restricting you from doing. Most often, these agreements clearly say in them that you are prohibited from taking employment with an end company for X amount of years or X amount of months Maybe they try to limit the geographical um, you know, boundaries where in which you can take a job. It, it becomes very complicated from a legal standpoint because you need to know whether or not that sort of restrictive covenant, that's what those agreements are called, the non-compete or some sort of provisional agreement where um, you, know, you can't take a job within a certain radius of, of the place where you're working, they're called, um, you know, restrictive covenants. You need to be able to know whether or not it's enforceable because let's assume for a minute that it is in your contract, but you know, it's not enforceable. Then you might choose to accept that job, but you should be open and honest with the end company. All right. So, you're going to look for non-solicitation. You're going to look for non-compete. You're going to look at the terms. You're going to look and see how long that, that it is that they're trying to restrict you from taking a job. You know, I'll, I'll give you a general guideline that most courts will hold that a year, six months, a year, that's a realistic term to try to prevent somebody from competing. Um, but beyond that, it can become overburdensome and courts might you know, be less willing to enforce those terms. But restrictive covenant arguments and litigation is really on, you know, done on a case-by-case basis, meaning there's no hard and fast rule. Each court is going to look at each agreement separately and say, does this seem to be unfair? And there's a standard, there's a test that they use, and each state's a little bit different, but not 
you know, sort of a a black or white rule on what's acceptable, what's enforceable, what's not. What I would say is that the more restrictive the agreement is, the less likely it will be enforceable. It's got to be reasonable. It can't prevent you from earning a living or making a living. But that that is something that you're going to be challenged with if you are trying to review it on your own. Um, but you'd want to read it and you'd want to find out what you are actually restrict, restricted from doing. And the next thing you need to do is you need to be honest with the company that's offering you the job. You need to tell them up front, listen, I really want this job. Here's the contract that I've signed with the temporary agency, and there seems to be a provision in here that's going to prevent me from taking this job. What I've seen happen with people who cannot afford an attorney is that when they're honest with the company, if the company really truly wants you as an employee, they'll put their legal team on it or their attorney, and they'll review it almost for you and say, here's what I think you should do. A lot of it's done kind of off the record because, you know, they don't want any trouble, but they'll give you some advice and some guidance, or maybe they'll say to you, all right, here's what you do. Um, We're going to, you know, stop working with you now. You've got a three-month period. After those three months, we're going to make you a job offer. There are ways to, you know, accept a job when you've got a contract with a temporary agency, but most of it comes down to being honest with that and company, the company that's going to be offering you the job. Don't think you can sort of pull a fast one on both companies by not letting the end user know you've got a restrictive covenant and not letting the temporary agency know that you're going to be taking a job or that you received an offer. It is a small world. And if a temporary agency has consistently worked with a particular company, chances are they will know that you took a job. And as soon as they find out that you've taken the job, they will most likely sue you and that company. So be very careful about that. I think if you take one thing away from today's discussion, understand that honesty is the best policy and you're better off telling the person that's offering you the job that you have this agreement. The next most important point is that you really need to analyze what you are prevented from doing pursuant to the contract that you have. Now, completely opposite of what we're talking about, what if you're working for a temporary agency and you have no contract? Well, then you are free to take that job, no questions asked. We're talking about situations where you have a contract with a temporary agency and you're prevented from accepting employment from an end user. All right, now, if you have questions about this or you'd like to uh, talk about a a particular situation involving this type of agreement, then please feel free to contact me. You can reach out uh, via email at pl at utlradio.com. You can leave a comment on our website. You can post something on Blog Talk Radio, iTunes, uh, you know, wherever you, you feel comfortable. We're on Facebook and Twitter. You know, we're everywhere. We really are. Make sure also that you subscribe to this podcast and that you subscribe to the YouTube channel because, as I've said, there's different content on both the podcast and on YouTube. And again, this content is free. It's there to help you better understand your rights, the legal system, and how to handle yourself in matters 
where maybe you can't afford an attorney. So uh, one more thing I'm going to ask, we would really, really appreciate it if we could get people to you know, review the podcast on iTunes. I know it's sometimes a lot to ask. You know, maybe you're listening to the podcast in your car and, um, you know, you're not able to quickly review it, but it would mean a great deal to me if you could just take a moment or two when you get a chance and just review the podcast on iTunes. Um, you know, the more that you review and comment about the podcast, obviously the higher the ratings are, more people will see it and more people will benefit from the information that we're trying to provide. So it would really mean a lot to me and you'd be helping other people in, in similar situations who need answers about legal matters. You would, you would be helping them as well. So please think about uh, taking a second and posting a review on iTunes. Also, other news, we are, as I, I said yesterday on yesterday's program, nearing completion of the brand new utlradio.com website. Super excited about that. It's going to have a lot of, uh, of new things. And yesterday, just in case you missed it, yesterday we talked about what to expect in 2016 from utlradio.com. If you missed that, go back and check out that episode. It's 255. And we talk about what's in store for utlradio.com. And it's very exciting. We have a bunch of new programs, some new podcasting schedules, and we're really going to do a lot of hands-on things where you can get to experience legal representation, legal matters, handling and analysis of legal cases and lawsuits firsthand, something that you're not going to get anywhere else, and you're going to get, hopefully, a really great hands-on education, and it's going to help you understand the, you know, the law, your rights, how to handle things on your own, what to look for, and then separate and apart from litigation or lawsuits, these skills that lawyers are supposedly taught in law school, um, you know, the art of negotiation, the art of analysis, these are tools that you can use in your everyday life that's going to make you better at making decisions, better at analyzing choices, and it's going to help you in your, your, your daily life. It's going to help you in your business life. So there's a lot to be learned here. And we're really excited to be with you again for a brand new year. Check out episode 255 so that you know what's in store for utlradio.com in 2016. Uh, that's going to do it for today. I want to thank everybody for joining us this brand new year. Don't forget that this information is available to help you. And so if you have questions when you hear something or you have something that, that's come up, maybe you get a letter in the mail from somebody and, and you know, you're not sure what it's all about, contact us. That's what we're here for. We want to answer your questions. You keep the questions coming and I'm going to keep giving you answers and expanding upon them and, and sort of reaching um, all areas of that question. And I'm sure that you know your question is valuable to everybody else because so many times you know we'll hear from people who said oh I should have called you a while ago I had a question but I didn't think it would be something that you know other listeners would be interested in only to find out that you know we had 10 questions in the last week about that same issue so you know don't feel like you're alone out there when you get something that you don't understand in the legal field many 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 people are getting the same letter 
the same thing happening to them. And they can benefit from your experience and from you sharing your questions with us here at utlradio.com. All right, that's it. I'm going to wrap up today. Hope you guys have a great day. We will be back tomorrow with a brand new show, and it is about tips and tricks that you can learn from being a lawyer. And we're going to talk about uh, particular situations tomorrow. Um, you know, it's, it's going to be a good show. It's a brand new format, brand new show. I don't want to say too much about it, but make sure you tune in tomorrow and listen to that brand new podcast. Have a great day. And please remember to share this information with your friends, your family and colleagues, and let them know about utlradio.com, your business success and legal information station. I'll see you next time. The iPhone XR is here at T-Mobile, and there's a whole lot to love, like taking those perfect new year, new you portrait mode selfies you're going to share. Nice. It's the best way to stay connected to everyone you'll heart most in 2019. So get ready to fall in love with iPhone XR on T-Mobile, the most loved in wireless. Call 1-800-T-MOBILE to learn more or visit a store today. 70% off. That's right, at Court Furniture Clearance Center. Get up to 70% off new retail prices and choose from a wide variety of previously leased furniture and decor for your home or office. Sofas from $199.99, bedroom sets from $399.99, dining sets from $299.99, and more. All items are court certified, guaranteed, and in stock, ready for delivery or to take home today. Make the smart choice and visit one of our five locations in the DMV or go online at courtclearancefurniture.com. Mention Radio 20 and get 20% off.